Listen to this excerpt from a research article on fighting. It says, how couples argue and disagree about issues appears to be more consequential to the success of marriage than what they argue about or how often they experience conflicts. Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendel. Hey, everybody. This is episode number 33 and our second episode in our fighting series. So if you missed the first one from last week, make sure you go back and pick that up after the show. Of course, if you want to be sure to get all of our content, make sure you subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher or your podcast player of choice. And if you're not a podcast user, you can also make sure you don't miss anything by heading only to onlyyouforever.com and adding your email address to our weekly list there. Okay. Yes. So that quote, Verlinda, that came from an article in the Journal of Family Communication, article by Hansel and Segrin. Here's the deal. That statement is based on... Hang on, which statement? Oh, yeah, the one we started with in the hook there. So how couples argue and disagree, like how couples argue and disagree about issues appears to be more consequential to the success of marriage than what they argue about or how often they experience conflicts. Okay. That, that quote. Okay, gotcha. Based on citing three other research articles. So it's a really well-supported observation to say that how we fight has far more influence on the future of the marriage than what we fight about. That's good. Yeah. Why? Well, I think sometimes we can get into little petty things which really don't matter. Well, sometimes we can get into major things that matter. That matter, yeah. Right. But But we don't have to like hide them and not talk about them. Right. So it's not like there's a list of, these are the things you must never talk about in marriage or your marriage will fail. Yeah, no. Right. No, I got you there. That's a good point. But we want to talk about how today. So we're asking the question, is your fighting style sabotaging or saving your marriage? Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about those styles. Before that, I want to talk about gender differences for a minute because we have couples listening to this together often and we need to know that a husband and wife will experience the same fight differently. Right. So is a fight just a disagreement? A disagreement, marital conflict, anything where you're not seeing eye to eye on. Okay. From major to minor. Okay. So the husband and wife will see it differently, not just because they have a different perspective on the same issue, but because of their gender. Okay. Okay. So this is where men or women are different, speaking generally. You might be different as a listener. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But here's the generalities, okay? Women are more negative in conflict. <laughs> yeah, I can You agree that. with that? Yeah. Okay. More likely to use what they call distributive tactics. Whatever those are. Or what are those? Well, I just, I don't know. See, that was very negative, hey? Whatever those are. Yeah. See, if I was a husband, I'd just be like, there you go using distributive tactics again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally going to save that line. Okay. And I'll laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> But that would be a repair in a fight. So that's a good thing. Okay. Okay. These are confrontational behaviors that reflect the primacy of the individual over relational goals. Don't you love it when you use bigger words to define other big words and then you still don't understand? Yeah. Okay. So you want me to try that again? Yeah. Okay. The confrontational behaviors were good with that. Confrontational behavior. Yeah. Like confronting somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So confrontational behaviors. And then it says that reflect the primacy of the individual. That's a nice way of saying that reflect the attitude that you say you're number one. All about me. Yep. Okay. Over relational goals. So it's more about me than it is about the marriage. So okay. women are more likely to have this approach of using these confrontational behaviors that says more about me than the marriage okay. in conflict. Okay. Yep. 
You can't argue with me. I got lots of research on this. Mm -hmm. But I might not be your typical woman. Oh, no. Yes, dear. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, in plainer English, it's doing things like demanding, being very demanding Mm -hmm. in an argument, hostile, very critical sort of behaviors, threatening, insulting, or insisting that all the change must come from you. Right. Well, it should. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. So here's the deal though, Verlinda, I'm going to balance this out before we make it sound like women are horrible creatures. Okay. Because they're not all horrible. Um, (laughs) Just your wife. (laughs) I think that the less influence a woman has in her marriage, the Mm -hmm. the bigger the artillery she has to use. Like the more nasty in the fight. Yep. Okay. And I think a lot of times women don't feel like they have the influence and or they don't actually have the influence they should have with their husbands. They mm-hmm. feel disadvantaged, so they're breaking out the big guns. Okay. Men don't need to do that because we come from a position of entitlement. In our culture. I think so. Yeah. Okay. But here, now let's stereotype men for a minute, okay? Men are more likely to avoid. Okay. And they avoid because we're usually scared of major emotion. From our big artillery. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. But here's the deal about kind of reframing that a little bit too, that men avoid because they're trying to save the marriage. And women bring out the big artillery because they're trying to save the marriage. That's right. So they both have the same end goal here. Right. Okay. Yep. But the deal is when you look at the research, an angry wife is far more impactful, like negatively impactful on marital satisfaction than an equally angry husband. Really? So we can be shooting the same artillery and yours will have a greater impact on both of our marital satisfaction than mine will. Wow. That's also from the research. So we need to take wife anger seriously because... It's not just lowering her marital satisfaction, like how happy she is with the marriage, but it's lowering the husband's as well. Okay. You betcha. So there's a verse in Proverbs that says it's better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And I think that's because the, what do you call the guy who writes Proverbs? The Solomon? Pro- yeah. I was thinking of like the proverb Titian or something, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not a word. <laughs> and he was, well, he was identifying this, right? That. The effect of female anger is serious on a marriage. Right. Okay. Okay. So the angry, and then the angrier we are, the more you tend to use dysfunctional conflict styles. The angrier, you're really challenging me to talk in English today. The angrier you are, the more you tend to break out the big guns that aren't helpful for the marriage. Right. Such as demanding, withdrawing, using contempt, using criticism. Those things are all really corrosive to marital well-being. Right. But the angrier I am, the more I'm going to bring those out. And well, use the more them we hard. break up the nasties, right? That's not rocket science. That's yeah. probably pretty obvious. So, so we just need to kind of keep that in mind and keep in mind the gender differences there as well. Okay. okay. Now, right. there's a few models of fighting styles that I came across. I'm going to roll with Dr. John Gottman again on this one. So, this is from a study published in '93 where he grouped 73 couples into five types according to how they resolve conflict and the behaviors they used. Okay. Okay. So here's the five types. Number one, avoiders. Mm-hmm. Number two, volatiles. Like blow up? Yep. Number three, validators. Validators? Those are people that recognize each other's point of view. Okay. Hostile is number four. Mm-hmm. And then hostile detached is number five. Okay. So the okay. first three, avoiders, volatiles, validators, they're functional. They work okay. And he said that those couples can get through life and stay married, generally speaking. The only risk there is if there's a mismatch. If one's an avoider and the other's a volatile. Oh, that could be awkward. Well, not awkward. It's going to be... Explosive. Fun to watch anyway. <laughs> right? The last two are considered unstable, hostile or hostile detached. Okay. 
So I think we should stop here and just mention to our audience, we do have an ebook coming out on conflict in marriage, fighting in marriage. It goes into more detail on all these issues related to fighting. If you want to be the first to hear about that, make sure you head on over to onlyyouforever.com and sign up for our email list. Yeah. At this point, we don't have a title and we don't have a release date yet, but it is coming. If you want to find out, make sure you get signed up so you hear about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's a quick summary of the styles. Really. Are you ready for this? All right. Then you can. Yeah. Then I can what? Demonstrate them? <laughs> you can tell us which style you are. Yeah, no. Yeah. So avoiders. That's me. No, it's not. Get it? Yeah. 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 They don't think they're avoiders, but they don't actually have specific strategies for resolving conflict. So they don't actually think they're avoiding the problem. They just don't know how to deal with it. Right. Okay. They wait stuff out. Mm-hmm. Or they kind of talk stuff out, but they don't really go deep with each other. You know what I mean? They just try and solve Yes, the yes, I'm sorry, honey. Surface. I won't do that again. Oh. Or we just kind of talk and skitter over the surface and we never get to the meaning of why this is so important to you. Okay. And we kind of bandy each other up, offer some platitudes, uh, basic condolences, and get on with life. Okay. And it's calm, but we kind of both have that nagging feeling that we never really got to the bottom of this. Right. Yep. Okay. So they state their points, they reaffirm their common ground, move on after coming up with some sort of ambiguous solution. Mm-hmm. But the challenge to this, with this marriage over the long term, is that when you're an avoider and you never really go deep, you can end up distant and lonely. Hmm. Make sense? Yeah. So are these people like just try and keep the peace people, no matter what happens, like, oh, let's just keep the peace. It's okay. That kind of thing? Can be. I don't think every keep the peace person is like this. Okay. Yep. But that could certainly be one flavor of this, the avoiders. All right. Second type, volatile. They come straight at each other. They disagree. They try to persuade each other. Their job is to convince you that you are wrong and you need to see it my way. Oh, maybe I'm that. Yeah, you're definitely wrong. And you need to see it my way. <laughs> I agree. There's a lot of drama here. No comment. <laughs> Both positive and negative. Okay. They value arguing. They really work hard at convincing each other. Uh-huh. And these folks, who, they can bicker pretty good, but passionate lovemaking will likely follow. No comment. <laughs> this just got awkward all that of a sudden. Get awkward. <laughs> I bet you wish you read ahead, of the, read ahead in the notes, hey? <laughs> okay. The third type is validators, Caleb. Yes. Uh, let's just go to being avoiders right now. Um, <laughs> validators, they walk the middle lied. <laughs> Good thing you can't record blushing on audio. Validators walk the middle line. Okay. Okay. So there's conflict, but mm-hmm. there's some ease and there's some calm in that conflict too. And they're actually trying, they're working to validate each other during the conflict. Okay. To validate each other. That validation, Verlinda, that's like everything from mm-hmm when you're making a point to saying like, yeah, I can see what you're saying and I understand why you think that. Okay. I can see why it hurt when I said that. Yeah. So that's me validating you, right? When you see these people in conflict, you get the idea that they're both working together on a problem. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. So this is a calmer, more intimate approach to marriage. And it's usually kind of in literature and in, in marriage books, it's represented as the ideal style. Right. All it's nice and rosy and romantic. Yeah. But here, the only thing you have to, I think you have to watch on this one is that the romance can dissipate and the marriage can end up as a close friendship, which is not, you know, for a worst case scenario Mm -hmm. is not too bad. Yeah. But I think you still need a little bit of fire in there. Yeah. Any comments on that? (laughs) No, just keep going today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Style number four, hostile. 
I would have put you in here. Oh, come on. <laughs> you see how you just proved my point? <laughs> Hostile. So these people have very negative conversations. So I'm very negative, am I? No. No, dear. <laughs> and there's lots of defensiveness. <laughs> and lots of globalizing. Uh, globalizing means uh, you never do this or you always do that. Or I've told you a million times. Yes. Very judgmental. And it's always a downward spiral. Like these people are just in full attack mode. There's zero empathy. And it's just about, you know, I'm going to hit the nails on your coffin one more time just to make sure they're bedded in there real deep. But what happens if both spouses are like this? You have some pretty incredible fights. Nasty fights. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Not incredible in a good sense. No. No. Okay. So this is a downward spiral. And that this is why this is, you know, one of the... Um, unstable. Unstable types. Yeah. Doesn't have a good long-term prognosis. Now, hostile detached is, these are folks that normally have little or no emotional involvement with each other. So they're not real well connected. Okay. But occasionally they get into a very hostile spat, often about trivial matters. Okay. Does that make sense? So yep. it's like, it's either all on or all off most of the time. Okay. Wow. Yep. So they're either detached or they're at the hostile attack, full on attack mode. Yep. Okay. Huh. Okay. So think about your style as you're listening to this. Where do you fall? And do you think for Lynn, it's reasonable to say that all of us use a mix of... Yeah, I think we do use a mix. We've been hostile at times. Yeah, yeah. But we generally predominantly fall into one category. I would say I started off as an avoider. Right. And I think that after I got... Um, and I probably started off as hostile just because you weren't... Or volatile. <laughs> yeah. But I think after counseling school where I had some skills... Yeah, you and definitely And some of those changed. skills that we tried to teach in the Talk To Me 101 course, like these are things you can learn and change your style. Which Absolutely. Which is my next, where I'm going with this, right? Right. So ideally, I think we want to be validators, but have a little bit of avoidance so we know that we're normal mm -hmm. and some volatility in there just to spice things up a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do we okay. do if we're in one of the less ideal categories? Well, if you're an avoider, one or both of you, mm -hmm. I think that you need to agree to start opening up to each other. Which sounds so simple. Right. And you're saying, how do we do that? Uh-huh. I think you should grab our Talk To Me 101 e-course. Sorry for the product pitch, but... Yeah, for sure. Get some marriage books. Even if you don't want our stuff, that's fine. Get some marriage... That's fine. Really? <laughs> fine. <laughs> Get some marriage books that teach you communication. So often we don't go down this path and we stay in the avoiding because it's safer to do that, but also because... We're not sure if like we, if we crack that open, like where is that going to go? But if you feel like you have some tools to navigate and you can kind of contain where it's going to go and a way to start that discussion and you're both agreed that you want to have a positive outcome from dealing with the issue, I think you can do it. Yeah, I think so too. Absolutely. It'll take a little bit of work and learning and yeah. perseverance. So talk about your style with your spouse and kind of figure out where you think you're at. And where you want to go with it. And then try try some of this out. Get some skill building going on. Yeah. And have at it. Okay. Speaking of having at it, let's talk about volatile. <laughs> volatile. I would say definitely catch our next episode. Sorry for making you wait a week here. But our next episode is about ground rules for a good fight. So okay. when you're volatile, I think that you just need to be careful you don't shift to hostile. Right. And the, yeah. key, the key in between volatile and hostile is that a volatile couple or person, they have a solid foundation in fondness and admiration. So they've been working on their marriage at That's all kind the of, in between times. It's back to last week's thing where we talked yeah. about you've built a lot of positive positivity in there. You've got good mojo. 
There's a happy aura to your marriage. So you can blow off the handle and have the volcanic eruption without seeming like the whole continent is going to slide into the ocean. Right. Okay. Like not that your marriage is on the rocks. You just are having a blow up. Yeah. Hmm. Validators. Mm -hmm. I think if you're in the validator category, you need to watch for what we call differentiation. So differentiation is, uh, uh, how do I explain this? Isn't that kind of like figuring or understanding what's your stuff versus my stuff? That's right. Because I think when you're, we all like to think we're validators, but probably we're validating as a cover for being an avoider and so I'm kind of band-aiding you up or band-aiding me up a little bit in the argument and not really getting to the issues, right? So this is where I think we need to still be the validator, but be willing to go deeper. Oh, okay. And... And I think for Linda too, as a validator, we still need to challenge our spouse. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be a point where you got to cut the empathy and tell your spouse to stop being a moron. Oh, you, that sounds a little harsh. <laughs> Do you think it makes sense though? You're, you're allowed to disagree. Yeah, well, I wouldn't use the word moron. Okay. What would you suggest? Well, I think you could use nicer words rather than name calling. Like, Yeah, that's true. You know, you could be immature or you could be... Irrational. <laughs> or lazy or selfish or... Lazy is the name. Lazy is the name? No, yeah. is it? Yeah. I thought it was like a characteristic. Well, okay, let's slice that a little thinner. So you need to challenge your spouse, but here, let me, uh, you're right to call me out on that. We need to identify behaviors that are wrong, not yeah. assassinate character. Yeah. Yeah. That's feeding me my own medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for doing that in such a non-volatile fashion. <laughs> Okay. But it's still kind of holding each other accountable. Yeah. Like we can only go so far with the empathy. Like, yeah, I can understand how you feel that way, but you know, you could be responsible here because of this. Suck it up, buttercup. Oh, Caleb. What? <laughs> Not okay. doing very good. Stop being a moron. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about hostile then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. This is destructive. If you think you're in this category, I think you should do the honest thing and seek help. Help. And I say that in a friendly way. Yeah. Um, get At the very least, get some good books like uh, Dr. Gottman's. Ideally, go for some coaching or counseling because, you know, I don't want to sound like a, a brush off, but if you think you engage in conflict this way, feel free to reach out. It's within your power to change, but you have to learn to do it differently if your marriage is going to last. Yeah. This is not functional. It's not constructive. It's not healthy towards your marriage. Yes. It doesn't build intimacy. It doesn't deepen emotion. It's never going to bring you closer. And the things that you fight about might be important. It might be real. And there might be valid, genuine issues at the core. Yeah. But this style is not going to serve you well. Yeah. Yeah. And we want your marriage to last. Yes. So reach out. Reach out to us. Reach out to someone who can help. Yes. Okay. And then another thing too, if you're, even if you're not ready to go yet there and you want to wait a couple of weeks, make sure you catch the fourth episode of this series, which is going to come in two weeks. That's about how to repair. And one of the things that comes out that's interesting in that session is that even if your fighting isn't great, like you have some bad behaviors, so you don't do the stuff we recommend in the ground rules thing next week, Mm -hmm. and your styles aren't perfect, if you know how to repair, you can still be happily married. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So repair is a critical skill and that's coming up. Cool. Makey sensey. Yeah. So we have these five fighting styles. Yep. So what we're telling our listeners today is think about it, talk about it with your spouse and figure out which style you are Yep. and uh, what you can do to do better, to Absolutely. fight better. How you can build. 
Mm-hmm. A thriving, passionate marriage. That's all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes at oyf.link slash 33. And as we said, remember here to help you build those thriving, passionate marriages. So if this was helpful to you, please tell somebody else about it. Please spread the word. Share our episode on Facebook from our Facebook page. Thanks. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the OnlyYouForever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at OnlyYouForever.com slash love. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.